En jy is ingeskakel hier op Tijgerberg op 104 FM, dus jou wekelikse mediese program Tijger Medies, en dis waar jy jouself sal vind op woensdagavond om hierdie tyd. So dankie dat jy ingeskakel is. Dis my voorrecht om sister Valerie Kruger to introduce her to you, and she is the school health nurse for Mitchell's Plain. And uh, she's joining me here in the studio, and we're going to be speaking on this today, the Health Promoting Schools Week for 2017. But not only that, she's also the chair person of the health promoting schools in the metro sister valerie kruger welcome to tigerberg thank you so much denise it's uh, really a privilege to be with you and we can't wait to hear the entire story we know that this is also a week that focuses on health promoting at school so tell us sister valerie what is health promoting school so, Denise, I must start out by telling you that health promoting schools is, and, and for short, we just call it HPS, is a World Health Organization initiative that started years ago. So, in terms of, if you want to go and Google, you will find HPS on, on the World Wide Web. But it is really a place where all the members of the school community continuously work together to promote the health and well-being of not only the learners, but the staff, the parents, and the wider community. So if there's a parent coming with a little baby, then they will also experience a health-promoting school. Most schools experience a wide range of problems, you might, mm. as you might very well know. Mm. And some of these problems lie within the school itself, and others are problems of the surrounding community. And that impacts, obviously, on learning and, and teaching at school, which could be the environment, the physical, the mental, and could then interfere with the physical, the mental, the social well-being of the learner, the educator, and the general staff. And in our efforts to address these problems, we try to address these problems and often have to fail. But HPS really gives us a systematic approach to solve these problems holistically. Hmm. And it's really wonderful to hear, Sister Kruger, that HBS or uh, the Health Promoting Schools, and for this interview we will shorten it to HBS, it's really wonderful to hear that it's not just our awareness and our initiative, but it's a worldwide concern. So thank you for informing us of that. So, Sister Valerie, what is the core function of the Health Promoting Schools initiative? So, HBS's core function is really to encourage and guide schools on their journey to become a more healthier setting for our learners. They spend close to five, six hours a day at school. And this is was the initiative from the World Health Organization to then ensure that while they are at school, it will be a healthy environment. And you know, health is not merely the absence of a disease. It is also ensuring the holistic person, which means our spiritual, our social, and our, our physical years, but also our emotional well-being of the child and the, the educators and parents that mm. enter the school. Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't just wait to get sick, but also prevent all of that. And that's what you're yes. doing. If you've just tuned in, it's our weekly medical program, Tiger Medis, and with me in the studio is Sister Valerie Kruger. She's the school health nurse for Mitchell's Plain, and she's also chairperson of the health-promoting school in the metro. Sister Kruger, so many questions. What is an HPS reference group? Initially, it was only a few schools. We were introduced to HPS in about 1995, and 
when it came to the metro, the metro had immediately grasped the concept and we ran with it. We then found that in order for us to sustain HPS, we needed to have a reference group, which really consists of the educators from the education department, health department, NPOs, CBOs, tertiary and research institutions. So it's really a wide spectrum of people that gather. And at our reference group, we would try to support HBS at our schools, or those that, that are running with the HBS concept at the schools, but we are also trying to empower everyone that attend. So today we also had our HBS reference group. It was held at Heidefeld Primary in the Heidefeld area, and we had a quite a good turnout of educators education officials we had. We also had school health nurses, but also other uh, people that have stakeholders in our schools, which will include our NGOs that is also trying to assist with promoting health at schools. Mm. Seeing that this is still very fresh, uh, Sister Kruger, before we get to our next question. So tell us exactly what happened at Heidefeld today. So at Heidefeld today, we started out with some physical activity by our WOW group, and they are the Western Cape on Wellness. So they come and they did some physical activities with all of us, our educators. We also... Because the education department this year focuses, said that this year will be dubbed the year of the educator, the year of the teacher. We had looked at how can we make sure that we are relevant. And because of the trauma and the all the abuses and things that is happening with our children at school, we want to empower the educator so that when they left today, they would be empowered as stronger in terms of assisting and helping our, our learners at school to cope with what is happening in the community. So we then had ICAS who also assist with government workers who are struggling with getting to terms with any psychosocial issues that they are mm. struggling with. So we had them to come out and to really share how teachers and educators can cope when that child comes from home traumatized or when the trauma had occurred at school. How can they then cope with ensuring that they are a better person or that they are able to to help themselves? So we started out the day with self-care, which is quite big in HPS, because we realized that if we don't take care of ourselves, we Mm. cannot take care of others. So we started out with some self-care and then went into ensuring or or having a talk with our educators. And that was basically our day. And uh, Sister Kruger, another question that I have for you, does this somehow impact on uh, the fact that children are then away from classes and uh, teaching and educating cannot happen as normal? Or do you see it as a a fact that, look, you don't do this all the time. So the fact that the, the, the child, the learners may be away from class at that point in time, it, it won't really impact negatively, rather positively. Yes. As school health teams, we work closely with the education department. And as you know, learning and teaching is the highest priority for the education department. So we try and keep our learners at school in a safe environment. So Mm. the whole atmosphere at the school is of such a nature that the learner would 
come to school even if things is not going well at home because they will know that at school there will be an educator, there will be an auntie in the kitchen, the caretaker who's at the gate always who's going to be friendly and going to be able to assist that child. So that is really an HBS school, the whole environment of the school. When that child comes to school, they will experience health promotion and as you know health is not merely the absence of a disease so if that child is emotionally happy and well she will be able to learn and to to be able to absorb whatever information is shared by an educator so we really would like them to be in school for that duration of the time that they need to be there yeah, yes. and, then, and then absolutely, it's uh, health promotion is teaching and learning extended. Exactly. <laughs> if you've just tuned in with me in the studio is uh, Sister Valerie Kruger, and she's the school health nurse for Mitchell's Plain. Joining us today, she's also the chairperson of the Health Promoting Schools, and uh, this is Health Promoting Schools Week 2017. We're so happy to have her. Thank you again, Sister Kruger. So what are participating schools expected to do? Schools are expected to assist learners, their families, the staff, community members in experiencing physical, emotional and social well-being. And they do this by inviting individuals and local organizations to work with them in making their community healthier by using a specs approach. So it would be like you would put a pair of glasses. You know, at our schools we have many problems. And when we put on our specs, we are seeing them through different eyes. We are experiencing the problem different. So specs, if you look at the acronym, it, it really speaks about skills, the policies, the environment, community, services, and like I say, very big in HPS is self-care. So I'm going to make an example, Denise, where learners are not disposing their sanitary towels in the correct way at school, for example. So how can we use specs? So we are looking at the problem and we are saying that what skills do I need to ensure that they dispose of the sanitary towels correctly? So it would mean that as my HPS plan, I would be able to teach those learners what to do with the sanitary towel. They go to the toilet to place it into the wrapper, if there's a wrapper or a piece of toilet paper, and then place it into the bin provided. So that would be skills. So that is something I can teach my grade 5, 6, and 7 learners at a primary school, for example. And do the school have a policy that will be able to guide mm. the learners as well as the, the educators and the adults at school? So do we have a policy in place that if there's no policy, we will create a policy, a little guideline that will be able to say that if it's that time of the month, this is what needs to happen. Place your sanitary towel in the wrapper and place it in the bin provided. Then if we look at the environment, what does the environment tell me? So when they go to the toilet, for example, there is little posters made that will say place your sanitary towel in this bin. So how does the environment, we look at the environment how can we improve it so that we are addressing this problem. The community, are we getting parents in to assist us during break times or before school to ensure that learners are not disposing it incorrectly but that they are putting it where it needs to be. And then services do we need to call in organizations to come and assist us with to address this problem for example there is always or safe 
way that come in and they be speaking to the girls and teaching them the correct way of disposing of the sanitary towels and then self-care the big one how can we ensure that me who is running with the project or who is addressing the problem how can I ensure that I don't take this problem home but that when I'm done at school Hmm. I'm done and so it's a lot of discipline that I need to have to ensure that I am taking care of myself. I'm not taking it home and it's interfering with my family life, but that I can, I'm disciplined enough to know that I'm leaving it behind and I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to take my 10-minute break. Mm. When I get home, I'm going to go into my bubble bath. I'm going to listen to some good music. I'm going to listen to Radio Tiger Book for a Fantastic. few minutes <laughs> to ensure that I am taking care of myself because that is really big for us. So that is how schools can participate. And so we try to install these pillars of HPS really into our educators so that they never feel that they are at the wit's end and how must they cope with mm. everything that is happening at our schools. Now we're actually No, no, that's absolutely fine. That's why we're happy you're here because you're telling us all the ins and outs and what we need to know yeah. about health promoting schools. But before we get to that, I will need for us a listener to say that's Sister, I can't take my eyes off your shoulders I see all the bars. You you really look like a general, and you are a general in nursing. <laughs> so tell me, we'll start with the bars. Just tell me a bit about the bars. You have a, a black bar. You have a yellow, orangey one. There's yes. a green one. There's a silver one, and, and there's a white, white one. And then, of course, there's the, the big uh, silver one. Tell us, you know, in sequence, <laughs> what they represent. Okay. So the, the first three would be the, the first one that is the, the black the blackish one is saying that I was trained in psychiatry the yellowish one is community and the green one is midwifery and that was really part of the first four years of my training and then there's the postgraduate ones which is the silver for my nursing administration or management and then the white one for education so yeah so that was the two postgraduates and the first three is really my during my graduation years that I've done that so it's been a long walk Sister Valerie Kruger you ready for Minister of Health I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why not? En jy is ingeskakel hier op Tijgerberg 104 FM, saam met my Denise Williams, dis Tijger Meries, saam met my in die atelier vandag, is sister Valerie Kruger, en sy is school health nurse for Mitchell's Plain, and also chairperson of the health promoting schools. Welcome again, sister. Thank you, Denise. Uh, Some more questions, two more that I can tell you, so we're almost getting to the end of it all, but we're enjoying every minute. We're not counting the the, the minutes. Are all schools in the Western Cape HPS? Denise, we really would have wanted to say yes, but many schools in the Western Cape and in the metro especially. um, Like I say, when when it was introduced in 1995, the metro just grabbed hold of it and kept going and kept moving. So last year we celebrated 21 years. And so, yes, we have many schools in in the metro that is seen as health-promoting schools and then we have some schools that was introduced in the rest of the Western Cape many years ago in the 1995 time that was where health-promoting schools was introduced to those schools. Hopefully they are still going strong. It is not easy to measure 
But we are a group of very passionate team that really we just carry on to ensure that we are making South Africa, but especially the metro, mm. a healthier society. And, and we've learned that if we start at a young age with our learners and with our children, teaching them to take care of themselves, we hope and we pray that we will get to a better South Africa one day and healthier communities, you know. And health-promoting schools, it's one of those areas where we as the Department of Health and Education, mm. we work really well together. At a grassroots level it is like we are one team We it's like putting our hands together as one Today we had a at one of my schools, because it is Health Promoting Schools Week, we had a healthy breakfast for the educators. We try to spoil our educators today. So we had a healthy breakfast. On Friday, we'll be doing some physical activities. So, And I know in the rest of the metro, there's a lot of activities mm. happening at our mm. schools this week, yeah. especially. And it's not just for Health Promoting Schools Week, but it's a initiative that is sustained and we try to keep things going yeah well yeah. and i hope something really special is being planned for all the nurses because it's international, international nurses, nurses day, day on friday, on, on friday. <laughs> so i i also want to thank uh, monique johnston yes. for arranging today's interview yeah. thank you to her from the communications office it's really really much appreciated sister it's time for us to bid you goodbye but could you give us your web address and contact details yes denise it is a mouthful it is www.westerncape.gov.za forward slash general hyphen publication forward slash health hyphen promoting hyphen schools. A mouthful, but we are everywhere. Yeah, and you know, I've discovered even if one if one could not write that down in time, once you get to www.westerncape.gov.za you are oh, on the site and you can link. begin to play. Oh, I love playing around then. I find all my information yes. for content such as this. Uh, what would be your goodbye message to us today? My goodbye message I think for if, if, if I need to speak to, to parents out there is to take care of our children. That is a big one for us in health promoting schools. For our adults out there, please take care of yourself. It is going to be Mother's Day on Sunday. And let us as mothers, we take care of everyone else around us, but let us take just that 10 minutes and take that 10 minutes, close the door, put on some good music, listen to a radio tiger, but they have good music. <laughs> so let us take that few minutes and just for ourselves especially for our daddies as well. That is important. Um, so for our community, let us hold hands and let us make this metro, this our community, safe and healthier for our children. They are really our future, and so we need to take care of them. Yeah, thank you so much for thinking of the dads, too, because yeah. they are dads also in the pursuit of happiness. They are the, the mom and the dad in exactly. the homes, and so they are yeah. moms that are moms and dads as well. Okay. Thank you, Sister Valerie Kruger. It's really been great having you here, and, uh, yeah, we'll hear from you soon. Denise, before I leave, let me not forget our schools. They are the best people ever. Um, so our educators, our principals, also our non-teaching staff. When we get to schools, we feel welcome. Mm. And it's only our health promoting schools that can make you feel welcome. So thank you for this opportunity, Denise, and to the radio station. The Lord really bless you guys. Anytime, Sister Kruger, anytime and every time. Take care.
拜拜，拜拜。